Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Today we're going to be talking about weather in prophecy. Yes, as in storms and things, in prophecy. I got an article here, and this comes from our good friend Michael Snyder. He's also a Prophecy Club speaker. Made two DVDs with Prophecy Club. You can check it out at prophecyclub.com or watch instantly at watchprophecyclub.com. He put out an article, uh, I think it's wonderful, then... Of course, I think almost all of his articles, if not all of them, are wonderful. This one is titled, Sign of the Times, Weather Patterns All Over the Planet Are Going Absolutely Nuts. Now, we've all seen this, but probably very few seldom, or very few of us, if any, have gone to the trouble to research it, and that's what Michael has done, and it's a wonderful article. Anyway, he says, We have never seen global weather patterns go as crazy as they have so far in 2019. Record high temperatures are being shattered all over the planet. But meanwhile, some parts of the U.S. were just being buried by massive amounts of snow. The sixth largest city in India is literally running out of water due to extremely dry conditions. But in the middle of America, it just won't stop raining. In fact, the Middle West is getting hammered by more storms even as I write this article. Meanwhile, Australia is being forced to import enormous amounts of wheat due to the extraordinary drought that the nation is experiencing. Everywhere you look around the globe, we see bizarre weather extremes. Worldwide weather patterns are shifting dramatically. Many people believe that what we have witnessed so far is just the beginning. Now, do you have an explanation for what is going on, he says? Because the truth is that most of the experts Don't. Just look at what is happening in Colorado. Some parts of the state got up to 20 inches of snow on Saturday, and as a result, Colorado's snowpack is currently more than 4,000% above normal. 4,000% above normal? Really? Due to the new snow Friday into the weekend, the Natural Resources Conservation Service reported that the state's snowpack ballooned to 4,121% above normal as of Monday. This number is so high because extraordinarily very little snow is left by late June and cold temperatures late into the spring helped preserve what fell earlier. After the weekend blanket of of white snow, the scenes in the high country west of Denver resembled midwinter. Enough snow fell to close roads, while many ski areas reported accumulation, including Breckenridge, Vail, Beaver Creek, Arapahoe Basin, and Steamboat Springs. On the other side of the world, the problem is that there isn't any meaningful precipitation at all, meaning that apparently America is getting dumped with all the water and the rest of the world is not getting dumped with water. Okay, so how does this relate to Bible prophecy? Leviticus 26. Now, Deuteronomy 28 and Leviticus 26 are parallel chapters. And they're basically saying, if you will follow my laws, oh man, I will bless you. I will see that those blessings tackle you and overcome you and just going to pile on you every place. On the other hand, if you don't, then I'm going to give you all kinds of curses. Well, let's go to Leviticus 26.4. It explains it perfectly. Then I will give you rain in due season. And the land shall yield her increase, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit, and your threshing shall reach into the vintage, and the vintage shall reach unto the sowing time. 
and you shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land safely. All right, let's now I've got three more verses, but several comments when you talk about there. Okay, so are we getting rain in due season in America? No. Is the land yielding her increase? No. As a matter of fact, we hear that there's going to be higher prices on all sorts of things. And this is not just things that grow, but also the cattle. I understand that over a thousand head of cattle were drowned recently in this past all these floods here the last few months, as well as many of the crops have failed because of too much water. And what many sources are saying is you can expect higher prices at the grocery store on all sorts of things in the coming months. It also says the trees of the field will yield their fruit. I think we know without even looking it up, and we probably know that things like oranges and apples and things like that that are grown in America are probably not doing as well. As a matter of fact, probably they are importing them from Mexico or South America someplace to make up for the drought. Then it says your threshing shall reach into the vintage, and the vintage shall reach into the sowing time, meaning that as you are reaping, you're coming right behind sowing because it's so wonderful and it's just growing so well. Then verse 6, And I will give peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and none shall make you afraid. Okay, what just happened in Portland this past weekend? A conservative writer, reporter, was pummeled with all sorts of quick uh, drying cement, and they beat him up, got a head contusion, and also some kind of an MRI problem there. We also saw a fight break out at a Little League team. I mean, really? Okay. We're seeing things. We're seeing an anger in America we've never seen before. As a matter of fact, I was just talking to a friend of mine here this last week. I said, you know, I'm 66. And when I was in elementary and junior high school, the big thing was wearing these big uh, stickers. Uh, on the back of your automobile and had all, you know, uh, vote, bury, gold, water, and all sorts of whatever. And they also had these big uh, stick, I guess you call them, uh, you know, the round they stick on on your lapel and stuff. These, you know, vote, I like Ike and stuff like that. Everybody was wearing them, whether they were to the left or to the right. And the left got along with the right. And, you know, they saw it differently, but they weren't fussing and fighting. But today, they're not just fussing and fighting. They're about to have a civil war. I mean, we're seeing that now, today, you don't, at least in my area, I still see a few signs in the yard when it comes time to political things, but I don't see any stickers on cars. And if there are stickers on any cars, it's the Democrats. You don't see any stickers on any cars for the Republicans because the Republicans in general... Now, I'm not saying Republicans are perfect, okay, but the Republicans in general are afraid of the Democrats because the Democrats in general will, well, scratch their car, break their windows, and things like that. So there is an anger in the hearts of Americans like I've never seen in my nation. He says, I will give peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and none shall make you afraid. Well, <laughs> that's certainly not true in America today. Uh, as a matter of fact, I just was listening to a story about uh, a young man that didn't want his mom to go to a rally downtown because he thought that she would not be safe. It's not safe in America. And, of course, I've told you the story about how the Lord told Leslie. Matter of fact, maybe I should tell you that story again. 
Okay, so I don't know. I guess probably a year and a half, maybe two years ago now. Leslie got up. She said, the Lord told me that we need to get our LTC. That's license to carry a firearm. <laughs> and I said, I said, really? I said, does it come to that? Does it come to this where God is telling his servants, his ministers of the gospel, to go get a gun and start carrying a gun? Really? I'm sorry. I'm a little embarrassed to say I didn't do it. I said I was going to do it, but it just seemed to not be a real high priority. About 30 days later, she wakes up again. She said, the Lord told me again last night, we need to get our LTC. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. You know, it should not have to be that God had to tell me twice to go do that. So, yes, we'll go do that. <sighs> sorry to say, <laughs> another 30 days passed by and I still didn't do it. Well, one morning I woke up and I turned to my wife and I said, the Lord spoke to you last night. Tell me what he said, because sometimes she won't tell me. And I said, tell me, what did he say? And she said, like I said. <laughs> so we went down, I got our LTC. Now, you got to ask yourself, why would God tell me and Leslie to go get a permit to carry a firearm? Obviously, there is something coming in the future, and I hope it's the distant future, but I'm afraid it's more like the near future, to which his ministers are going to have to carry a firearm to be safe. And that's part of what Pastor Massey was told, too. But let's go back to the scriptures here. Let me, let me, I got lots of points to make here. Let's keep going. And none shall make you afraid, and I will rid evil beasts out of the land, neither shall the sword go through your land. I just saw an article this morning on Fox News that says all of these uh, these states that are now having measles and uh, typhoid, and there was an, another disease that they thought was totally stamped out, and now it's back again too. And uh, you know, of course, the the uh, the environmentalists are all for you know, oh no, you shouldn't kill those wolves and things like that. You should let them live. Yeah, well, our forefathers that were Christians. When they took over the land of America, one of the first things they did was pay people to go out and rid the land of the evil beasts. And that's one of the reasons that we have so few today. Too bad that our attitude has changed. All right, let's go on. There's one more scripture. And five of you shall chase a hundred, and a hundred of you shall put ten thousand to flight, and your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. Okay, well, how are we doing? Because there's another scripture that says that he will give us peace even with our enemies. Okay, well, uh, Mexico, I guess you'd probably say, has never been a real friend. But they've never been an enemy. But today, I think you'd agree that Mexico is an enemy. Matter of fact, I got an article that says Mexico is now building military equipment for the Russians. Now, do you think that they're building military equipment and shipping all of it over to Russia? Or do you think that maybe they're keeping some of it for themselves? Or do you think maybe that they'll actually use some of it? Maybe they're going to be using some of it against America? Okay, so we see Mexico is not exactly a friend. What about Guatemala, Honduras, uh, Venezuela? Uh, those are not too big of friends. And I'd even say Canada these days. They're not exactly a friend. As a matter of fact, who is our friend today? Well, that's a good question. Okay, <laughs> who is our friend? There's a lot of people say they're our friends because we're the big guy on the block with the big guns. And we're also the guy on the block that has their pocket full of money. So 
I just wonder, are they really our friends? Do, do you wonder that? I do. Now, we're still talking about weather judgment. We're talking about weather specifically in prophecies. Now, March 29th of 1997, Dimitri had this dream. He said, I dreamed that I was fishing with my two grandsons. We were at hot springs, and suddenly a moon appeared, which shined ex- exceedingly bright. Then six smaller moons came out of the large one. I don't understand that, what that means, but every moon appeared that it would cause winds, storms, and tornadoes to start. The people seemed very agitated. They would run from place to place. Then I told my grandson, we have nowhere to run. There are mountains all around us, and the storms are getting worse. Isn't that kind of the way America is right now? It seems like we have nowhere to run. We can't seem to get away from all these storms. I mean, even in the Dallas area where I live, it seems like the storms are all over the place. And and when they do hit, it seems like the thunder is higher up, and it seems like it's angry. And I'm, I'm trying not to, you know, be biased. I'm trying not to read into it something that's really not there. But I have to say... This last year especially, maybe even the last two years, I've really seen a difference in the storms. He goes on to say, Trees were flying around, homes being demolished, and although the wind was blowing with such intensity, we didn't feel it. A man appeared at the edge of the moon holding a smaller moon in his hand. These will be just some of the punishments this country will endure, he said. Through wind, storms, tornadoes, and disasters, I will weaken their strength. Right now, it seems like Trump is doing a pretty good job to try to build America up, but also seems like through wind, storms, tornadoes, and disasters, God is pulling America down. So while Trump is trying to build us up, uh, God is trying to pull us down. Now let's jump to March 1994, called Letters to the Churches, and I'm not going to read all of it. I want to jump right to the point where it's talking about what, what we need to hear here. He said, My people who are discouraged and beaten by the storms, many who have let themselves be beaten by the enemy, stand up, cry out before God that he may save you. And I think the word there is, as these storms come your way, brothers and sisters, it's not the time to get scared. It's not the time to crawl into the closet alone, but it's time for us to stand up and pray. Now, yeah, you may be in a closet, but boy, we want to be fasting and praying and command these storms to leave, brothers and sisters. Because greater is he that is within us than he that is within the world. Means we have power over those storms and fires and floods. So to a certain degree, when I see a lot of storms, floods, and things like that coming, I'm saying, you know what? There's not enough people in the area to be able to pray that away. Okay, let's go on. He said, then the uh, the voice spoke again. I skipped some. Tell my people that I tried to wake them up through powerful storms, fires, floods, and earthquakes, but... Even then, they would not wake up. All right, is America woken up? Have you seen any big rallies in sports stadiums? Have you seen any massive repentance? Have you seen large numbers of people begin to turn back to the church? Have you seen the churches start filling up? Have you seen people say, oh, well, man, the churches are just exploding these days? Uh, No. In other words, we are not waking up. We are not turning to the Lord. Okay, now let's jump to July 1, 1994. This one's called Three Scrolls. Once again, it's Demetri Dudeman. He says, I dreamed and I began to hear thunder and see lightning. The earth began to move and shake violently. Now I'm going to skip down. And the angel said, I will send storms, heavy rain, flooding, earthquakes. 
earthquakes, earthquakes? Wait a minute. We've seen the storms, heavy rains. We've seen hurricanes and tornadoes. We had not seen the earthquakes yet. Now, yes, I know there's been a bunch of little bitty ones, but I'm talking about the big ones. I'm talking about the one that is a city killer or maybe a statewide killer. We haven't seen those, but they're coming. Now, let's go on. Because I want them to see my power and to know that without me, they can do nothing. They trusted in themselves and in their own strengths. This is why I will punish this place. All right, let, let me give you an example. So here we are in the summertime. Prophecy Club been going 25 years. Now, you might want to say, yeah, well, you know, maybe I don't like your personality, Stan. Well, it's not about me. It's about the warning. It's about the fact that we're coming to the tribulation. And if you don't like me, maybe they like some of the guest speakers. We've only had over 300 of them. And if they don't like me, maybe they like Demetri Dudeman. The point is not whether they like us personally. The point is whether Americans are listening. Are they listening to the last day's message? Are they supporting it? Here, here's the way it should look. If Americans had been receiving this message, Prophecy Club right now ought to be one of the largest ministries, not just in America, but it ought to be around the globe. In many other uh, nations, in almost every state, ought to be on radio and TV, it ought to be floating in money. Look, if people will give $108 million to Trump over a 30-day period so that he can win president, you'd think that people would have been given that kind of money to Prophecy Club. I'm not just complaining. I'm, I'm trying to make a point. In other words, America has not received this warning. If they had received the warning, then those ministries that were carrying that warning, or similar or like warnings, would have been thoroughly blessed. I mean, I haven't had a call where they say, hey, brother, I really believe what you're doing. Let me send you $100,000. I believe what you're doing. I'm going to send you a million dollars. Hey, look, what do we have to do to get you up on more radio stations? And You know, it's not about me. I'm not complaining. But I'm, my, my heart hurts for America. As a matter of fact, I was talking to a friend the other day, and I said, uh, you know, I said, I think I've, I've got to kind of like chill on so much Fox News and a lot of this negativity. I've been doing this 40 years, and I said, I've caught my heart. My wife complained the other day. She said, you know, <laughs> you kind of snapped at that person. Uh, and she said that a couple of times lately. So I had to go into my prayer closet and say, okay, all right, is there something you need to change here? And the answer came back, uh, yes. Okay, what is it? Well, I had to search my heart, and I had to realize, I had to be honest with myself, that I've got kind of a, a low-grade anger. And I think it's just because I see my nation falling. I'm trying to stop it. And I'm not able to stop it. I talked to another brother. He's in the warning ministry, too. And as I began to talk, he, said, he interrupted. He said, man, that's me. That's me. He said, I had to move the TV out of my office. I just watched too much. And he began to name off all these ministries and these other warning. He had to stop. He had to stop. He had to just. So let me just talk to you out there that listen to Prophecy Club. You, we have to keep our lives in balance. And him and I were talking and said, you know, the people that go off to war, they get PTSD, post-traumatic stress syndrome. I said, but us that work in the ministry, that work as a watchman in a prophetic watchman warning ministry, it's real easy for us to get, let me see, what were they? PTPD. Say it again. PTPD. I even wrote it down. Post-traumatic <laughs> prophecy, depression, post-traumatic 
prophecy depression. Matter of fact, I think that's a lot of times the reason people don't listen to this ministry longer because I think they reach a point in there is, look, you know, I, I can only take it so long here. I understand that. But I, what I don't understand is people that don't support it. It should be, okay, fine, you know, it's all I can take right now. I've got to kind of lay this down for a few days or maybe a week or two, but I'm still going to support what you're doing. Because there's entire states in America that have not heard about Dimitri Dudeman. They have not heard about this warning. There's so many people out there. They do not know that there's a tribulation coming. They don't understand these storms, heavy rains, flooding, hurricanes, tornadoes are about to lead to earthquakes, which are about to lead to the Russian attack. I mean, what are they going to think when nuclear bombs land all over America? Well, God, what is this? God, you didn't tell us this is coming. God's going to say, uh, yes, I did. Yep, I sure did. Talk to my prophets. Well, I didn't hear it. Well, that's because your fellow brothers and sisters that believe in me didn't pay for you to hear it. Man, that sounds really harsh. I don't mean to, <laughs> Please don't take that harsh. I don't mean that sound harsh, but is there another way you can put it? Is there another? Okay, all right. Well, they were busy. They were going to ball games, and they were spending money. They were getting a nice big house, new car, and things like that. And I didn't know these bombs were coming. Nobody told me these were coming. Well, here's a couple of ministries over here, and they were doing their very best to, to tell people the best they could. Yeah, well, you know, I just, they just didn't have the money to give. Uh, no, the Bible doesn't say give 10% if you got it. <laughs> it says give 10%, period. Okay, so, so I'm not trying to gripe or complain. I'm just trying to say, uh, the point is I'm trying to say is America is not waking up. There's no repentance. The storms, heavy rains, flooding, the hurricanes, tornadoes, we haven't listened to that. So consequently, you mark my word. What's coming next is earthquakes, and not just the small ones, the big ones. Let me read that again. I will send storms, heavy rains, flooding, hurricanes, tornadoes, and earthquakes because I want them to see my power and to know that without me, they can do nothing. In other words, God is about to put us on our knees, on our face, and that's not a good thing in this case. That's not sending us to the prayer closet. That's trying to get us to realize that he's in charge. I believe it's Deuteronomy 32 says, I kill, I make alive. I wound, I heal. And neither can any deliver it out of my hand. Revelation says that I have the keys of hell and death. Meaning Jesus decides who lives and who dies, who goes to heaven and who doesn't. All of this is in his power. The Father has given me all power in heaven and in earth. So it's Jesus behind this. Why? Because he loves us. Well, if he loves us, how come he'd send storms and heavy rains and flooding and hurricanes and tornadoes? Because he does love us. What? How do you figure that? Because there is a seven-year tribulation that is about to hit the earth. I don't know how many years, but I don't think it's too many. One, two, three, four, I don't know, maybe five. But it's not too many years away. It's not 10 or 20 years away. It's real close. And in that, the Bible says that only one-third will come out of that alive, meaning two-thirds. Look, I didn't write it. I'm just a delivery boy, okay? Two-thirds of the people alive right now will die. Let's put it this way. Let me, let me, I don't, in what I'm about to say, I'm not trying to set a date, okay? I'm just grabbing a date at a time here just to make a point. So let's say Jesus returned in, let's say, 
let's say 2030. I'm not saying Jesus returns in 2030. I'm trying to make a point. But let's say he does. Let's say that the tribulation starts seven years before that. So if Jesus returns in 2030, I would be able to say, can you imagine two-thirds of the people on earth being dead in the next 10 years? I don't know that that's what's going to happen. I'm not saying that. What I'm trying to say is we're about to go into a terrible, terrible, difficult time. Why? Because he loves us. What? Because if he didn't, a whole lot more people would go be thrown into hell. And so he brings this trouble so that they will wake up and see that they can't trust in themselves and in their own strengths. And I'm going on with reading what it says here. This is why I'll punish this place. He says, the earth moved as if it was on water. The people lived in complete terror. It's coming to America, brothers and sisters. Each one yelling louder than the other, not being able to understand anything. The earth shook so violently that I was unable to walk. That's, I know this is going to sound like a sales pitch. Believe me, it's not. That's why you should get my book. Even if this is the first time you listen to the broadcast, you should get my book. Why? Because there's going to be some times when you want some answers. But if you can get yourself informed, there's going to be a time, God told me this, that the number one topic on the globe is Bible prophecy. That's what everybody's going to want to know about. Well, this book will help you to be able to understand yourself and also to give an answer to those people that want an answer. And you want to be able to lead them to the Lord. Look, when they come up to you and you can give them an answer, then you're going to be able to say, now, here's the real solution. It's not guns. It's not groceries. It's not digging a hole in the ground. It's not preparing a place out in the woods. It's preparing your heart for eternity. Asking Jesus to come into your life, to forgive your sins, and to heal you because there are going to be a lot of people needing miracles. And those people that can give an answer are the ones they're going to be listening to. And the folks that have been saying pre-trib rapture and all of that stuff that misunderstood, bless their heart, they misunderstood, they're not going to listen to them anymore. And they're, they're going to walk away. You, you watch. They're going to be wholesale rapture disappointment when it doesn't happen the way the people are being told. Now, I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm trying to say, brothers and sisters, now is going, we're about to come into the greatest soul winning time in the world. But if you want people to listen to you, I'm telling you, if you want to understand Bible prophecy, you need to get my book. Read it. Study it. I'm going to say you'll probably have to read it two or three times. It's deep. It's not complicated, but it is deep. But you will be able to give an answer like no one around you. I don't care if even if you, if they're a prophecy teacher today, if they don't have my book, I honestly believe you, if you know what's in my book, you will know more than them. Again, I'm not trying to be arrogant. I'm trying to say that God brought this book to you so that you can give an answer, so you can understand. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55 at prophecyclub.com. One for 20, don't do that. Five for 30, 10 for 55 at prophecyclub.com. It's called The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. What happened was God showed me a secret door. One word, the word first fruits, found in Revelation and Leviticus, is a secret door, a time tunnel linking the feasts to the prophecies so that when you understand this, all of a sudden, you can understand prophecy in a chronological order that you've never understood before. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55, or a case of 60 for $250 at prophecyclub.com. Now, it's also summertime. Summertime, I can't explain it, but our mailbox just goes dry.
it's like the Sahara Desert. <laughs> and unfortunately, we still got folks we got to pay and bills to pay. You know how it goes. So if you love Prophecy Club, if we've been a benefit to you, God has blessed you, would you consider blessing this ministry? Because we could certainly need your help and support right now. God bless. Now you can donate to the Prophecy Club on your mobile device. Just text the word PROPHECY to 444-999 and follow the prompts. Just text the word PROPHECY to 444-999 and follow the prompts. Message and data rates may apply. You can also listen to the Prophecy Club anytime on Alexa, Google Home, and YouTube. Just say, Alexa, play Prophecy Club. Our websites are prophecyclub.com, watchprophecyclub.com, sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com, and a Prophecy Club has been a blessing to you. And if God has blessed you, when it comes time for your giving, please remember Prophecy Club. It's summertime. We really could use your help now. Thank you, and God bless. Help the Prophecy Club to continue and overcome evil with the truth. Help us take the warning to America. Engage in the battle to win lost souls to Christ by supporting this ministry today.